What is up and welcome back to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, a podcast where four friends sit around and review movies that you absolutely should have seen by now, but at least one of us hasn't. My name's Tyler and I'm here with three of my best friends. My name's Jake. My name's Zach. I'm also Jake and Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Both? And Scott. I I really thought you were going to say diplomatic immunity. (laughs) Diplomatic immunity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Said a little bit like Palpatine when he said that. <laughs> that Do is it. that is how he came off to me in this in this uh, audio clip that we just used. So he's yeah. a little Palpatine. Um. So anyway, uh, we are watching Lethal Weapon, or we're reviewing Lethal Weapon. We've already watched it. I'm watching uh, it right now. Oh, you're watching it uh, just off to the side. No spoilers. Okay. It's, on his, it's on his phone. It's your first table. time. Oh, yeah, nice. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this I nominated this movie and uh, really I nominated it because uh, sure, it's ridiculous, um, but mostly because Scott uh, like uh, urged me and told me that I had to at some point I years did? ago. Yeah, I watched Scott put a gun to your head. No, say- no, 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 no. Like didn't force me to. But I, you know, Scott was like, oh, no, like you love Lethal Weapon so much. You've got to do another one. And I was like, ah, all right. I guess I'll sleep that for next year. I feel like what really happened was you wanted to do Lethal Weapon 2 from the start, but we decided we didn't want to do sequels without doing originals. So you did the original first. That's true. That is true. No, yeah. that's right. That's accurate. And then and then you did say to me like, oh, oh, no, no, that was all in one thing. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll schedule the second one for the following year. That's what it was. You're absolutely right. Uh, I've I grew up loving Lethal Weapon uh, as a film franchise. Uh, in like my adolescence, it it was just for me, like the perfect, uh, dumb, dumb action comedy for, you know, a young teenager. And, uh, yeah, the number two and three are my, my two favorites of, of the franchise. So, um, who was a uh, late bloomers to this one? I had never seen it. I was a late bloomer. <laughs> you guys you seemed very did. tentative. With Sorry. That question. I was a little bit thrown off and I was worried that you, the mic picked up your burp just now. <laughs> did it? I don't know. Did it? Diplomatic immunity. It was what put me off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. So you guys are both late bloomers. We're both late bloomers. And cool. Scott, are you not a seen late bloomer? Yeah, I had seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen all the, all three of them. Or is there four, four of them? I don't think I ever saw the fourth one. I think I've only seen three. The fourth one, I, I don't know if it jumps the shark or not, because they they, they kind of jump the shark in the beginning of the first movie. Like, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Like, say, just I think by existing, this, this I think lives the over the shark. This movie is the definition of jumping the shark. Yeah, yeah. But in the fourth one, uh, the main antagonist is Jet Li. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot more like that feels believable for this. It's a lot more intense than than any of the other villains. Interesting. Yeah, I'm excited for that in in season uh, five. season four. I'm I'm not at because I know I'm going to get abused and beaten up on this one. I'm never nominating another Lethal Weapon <laughs> movie. So Tyler, you someone else to. is going to have to. Do you it's really think you're going to get beaten up on this? Do you know yes. I, do you know what I wish we would have done? 
was all four of us nominate one in a in four weeks in a row. <laughs> lethal that would have been pretty funny. She had a lethal weapon. Um, I, a yeah. month of Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah. I, I think know that would have been really cool because we would have remembered like <laughs> everything about Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know it's impossible because we all have to watch the movies, but I, I guess Tyler's seen all of them, but I would have loved it if we would have planned a trick on Tyler where Tyler picked Lethal Weapon 1 and then the rest of us just surprised him like two, three, four, go. And we just watched all of them. What? No. what do you mean? But I didn't know. Tyler had no idea. Yeah, but we I didn't know it was coming. You yeah. lied to me, and I watched other movies that you guys nominated. Oh, yeah, but, oh I see. But then I had mind. to spontaneously talk about yeah. Lethal Weapons <laughs> 2, 3, and 4 without oh, having Oh, like we reveal them. at time of recording. Time of recording. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. Like, Tyler, <laughs> joke's on you. <laughs> Hope you remember. That didn't land, though, so we can cut it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. That actually, was good, funny actually Jake, the joke's on you, because I could definitely talk about lethal weapons three and four right that, now that's if I the thing to. is i feel like you are the only person <laughs> just, we could do this yeah, to just because just you could having cup. a very civilized conversation about this like is this a prank <laughs> yeah it's like the, the yeah. sweetest prank everyone anyone's ever done on me well yeah. i guess i gotta talk about this movie that i like <laughs> <laughs> cool all right <laughs> Oh my gosh. That yeah, it would have been a great it's too bad that didn't happen. That that's not yeah. the universe. No, we can cut that. Maybe that whole segment. Maybe maybe <laughs> I'm somewhere not it. in the oh, grand in, there. in the grand calculus of the universe, Jake. Maybe there's a somewhere in the multiverse where that, that happened. That that scenario happened. Also, happy Fourth of July, everyone. Oh. Is this coming out on the fourth of July? Yeah. Hey, oh, that's. That, I feel like that's very timely. I think it is too. I would. Uh, well, this or what we're doing next week, or, or in two weeks, North by Northwest. Even that too. You know, like maybe uh, Rushmore. The, also, I really, are in it. I really love uh, how much power Scott has right now. We're like in two episodes in a row. He's been like, I'm not cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. If you want to cut it? You edit it. No, I, that's fair. Like entirely fair. <laughs> I just and I'm not I'm not knocking you at all. I love it. I genuinely do. If it was like legitimately something bad or like whatever, like I, I played, no. it was good. No, yeah. All right, sure. let's let's jump into just the facts. This was directed by Richard Donner. It was written by Jeffrey Bohm and Shane Black. It released on July seventh, nineteen eighty nine. Has a runtime of one hundred and fourteen minutes. The other guys gave it an eighty two percent. IMDb gave it a seven point two. Had a big box office of two hundred and twenty eight million on a budget of twenty eight million. So quite a decent return there. Uh, didn't win any awards, but was nominated for best sound effects. That's it. So in this, uh, I think we talked about was the most uh, what, I, profitable. Yeah, profitable. Well, movie. it's the Thank highest you. grossing, I yeah. think, of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. This is this is where people were really into it. And and you know, to be honest, like as much as I may fear, uh, you know, going down even further in the polls, so to speak. Uh, with this movie, uh, it you know it really is a movie that it's a franchise that's held a lot of uh, a lot of attention over the years. In fact, just a few years ago, I think maybe like five or six years ago, it got rebooted with Sean William Scott in a, a uh, TV television show. Right? show. Yeah. yeah, Sean William Scott against uh, one, of one of the, the Wayans yeah. brothers. <laughs> I don't remember which. Did you ever check that show out? Yeah, yeah, I watched a season of it. Was it? Cool. Was it? Fun? It was okay. How many episodes was uh, was Murtaugh just two days away from retirement? Everyone. Like everyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone. And in this, uh, we don't we don't get to it in this movie. In the third movie, uh, we find out that uh, Mrs. Murtaugh is actually a really successful uh, like uh, romance novel writer. Oh. 
But uh, in the TV show, she's a politician or a attorney of some kind. Yeah. Is, is Mrs. Murtaugh just trying to promote her daughter's commercial career? <laughs> That's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> is the show better or worse than uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia's uh, remakes of the Lethal Weapon series? Actually, I don't think I've ever seen... It's oh, Always really? Sunny's remake. So You'd we'll, probably enjoy those episodes. Well, a lot I think I would a ton. I love It's Always Sunny. We'll, we'll put a clip of one of those uh, up on Insta this week. So, And you know what? This time, we're actually going to do what we say. And put stuff on Insta. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered, like, yesterday, I was like, man, there was a few things I was supposed to put on Instagram that I just didn't <laughs> for, like, weeks. <laughs> yeah, and if you have any complaints about our Instagram, you can DM Jake on his private Instagram because he's the one who, who owns it. Honestly, I could use some followers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Oh, man. Do you well, have it set where you have to follow you to DM you? Well, I'm, I'm private. Oh, okay. I'm a private page, so I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, Scott, you were, uh, you had seen this movie before. So what did you think watching it back through this time? Yeah. I mean, it was everything I expected it to be. It was a fun buddy cop movie with ridiculous scenarios, ridiculous dialogue. Um, my favorite scene for sure is him on the bomb toilet. Oh gosh. I love, and just that predicament. I love bomb toilet so <laughs> that, much. That scene was, I mean, sorry to jump, jump the gun a little yeah, bit, but that ahead. was ridiculous to me because everybody was like, like it was like the first time they'd seen any living person on the toilet. Everybody that walked in, like, oh no! Uh-huh. And I'm like, what? The dude's got, like, it's not like he's choosing to be here. Like, let's. It's a toilet. You've all sat on it. Jake, I got to be honest with you. If I had to clear a bomb from under your toilet, I would probably react like the rest of them did. I think I would be like, you know what? We've got a situation here. <laughs> you and would be a professional a, yeah, about it. It's not even like you could see anything. You know? Well, like he's covered. <laughs> I just can't for the life of me figure out why the decision was to let it blow up yeah i thought about that <laughs> like they just couldn't disarm it yeah, yeah for i some know reason. like last week i talked about like it's a good thing when a movie makes you think uh, i don't know that it is in this case because i was thinking about that forever <laughs> i was like why did they just blow up his house like they couldn't defuse it are you kidding me well my favorite uh watching it back this time with that scene which by the way i was uh, because I've seen all of these movies so many times, I, I sometimes get a little bit fuzzy trying to remember which one has which plot, has which funny moments, you know. And I was like, oh, man, this is the one with the toilet blowing up. And then a little bit into the movie, I was like, oh, no, I think that's the third one. And then it happened. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but watching it a little bit more critically this time, I noted that there is literally only one wire going from the toilet to the bomb. Let's like it just, just seems that just clip that one wire and just, what could know, possibly yeah, happen. Figure that out. <laughs> well, uh, I had seen this movie before. I loved rewatching it again. Uh, I cringed a ton in fear and preparation for this episode, but <laughs> I, I enjoyed it as much as I did when I was a kid, legitimately mostly for nostalgia, but you know, as I think about it, you know, I, I love Shane Black's writing. Uh, obviously I think one of his, his probably best film ever was, was probably, uh, the nice guys. So, but, uh, sorry, to, uh, but he, there was a lot of rewrites, right? Like this wasn't at all what he had envisioned yeah. for the movie. Yeah. So we, uh, I, I had kind of learned and we were talking about it a little bit before this episode that Shane Black actually left after only like six weeks, uh, that he had worked on this script and, and only got paid a little over a hundred grand for it. I think it was like 125 grand. Um, but, uh, the studio ended up changing a lot. Most notably Riggs is supposed to die at the end. That's a pretty big plot point. 
<laughs> That's a pretty yeah. big difference. But the studio thought when they were making this, we'll probably make other sequels. Well, didn't didn't he say something like the only thing that was the same from what I envisioned was the house being pulled down? Yeah, I think something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's pretty big. Like, I don't even like uh, not to knock your love of the movie, but I don't even know that you can say I love Shane Black's writing if that's what he said about the movie, you know? No, no, no. I I, I guess what I'm more saying is like these characters that he's created. Okay, I see. Uh, that I, I love a lot. And I love the, the funny like dynamic between all of them. And I actually really like how they uh, grew that over several movies. And in this movie in particular, we have a lot more relationship between like Riggs and and Murtaugh's wife and we have still more relationship developing between Riggs and Murtaugh and between the captain and the two of them and and then we get this new character who continues through the franchise Leo Getz uh and I, I don't know I just love the I love the spirit of each of these characters I think they're a lot of fun and I love seeing them get into impossible hijinks uh so Jake you were a late bloomer to the, actually let's let's I'm going to go to Zach first because I have go for it. I have a feeling based on some of the conversations we've already had thus far uh, that saving Jake for last on this one's going to be funny. I hope so. I hope so too. Zach, what do you think? Yeah. So I, a couple, maybe like a month or two ago had said um, that point break was the coolest movie of all time feel like i need to go back on this and say that lethal weapon 2 is actually the coolest movie <laughs> i've ever seen in my yeah. life yeah can you talk it about was it? awesome yeah. it was it was uh action-packed packed of really great steamy romance mm. really some, great humor some really greatly timed jazzy guitar riffs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was never in poor taste yeah <laughs> like it really enhanced i think all the really like emotional yeah like it never beats. happened right after he talked about his wife being dead yeah, no. Well, it did, bow, but it but in, it it, bow, it bow, enhanced bow. the emotion behind it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Riggs took like takes out two helicopters, right? Johnny Utah can't do that. Johnny Utah definitely can't do that. No, he can jump out of a helicopter. I loved this movie. So you're saying <laughs> yeah. you think Johnny Utah would lose in a fight against Mel Gibson? I think. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> anybody would lose in a fight against Mel Gibson. That guy's crazy. I think uh, Riggs, when in emotional distress, could <laughs> be anyone in a fight. <laughs> I, yeah, he I like. Think, I think I would agree with that. I think if if you had just told uh, Riggs who killed his wife. He could uh, beat Thanos. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, no, I think I agree with that. Like uh, the the Flash from the original Spider Man with Tobey Maguire meme. Like I wouldn't want to fight me either. That I think should be Riggs. Yeah, yeah. Riggs is unstoppable when in emotional distressed. Yeah, it's, or it's uh, you know, getting to the the seventh inning stretch as a <laughs> or then as yeah well. yeah. <laughs> post coitus he is also very powerful <laughs> I don't think he's ever he post coitus I think he's always pre coitus <laughs> what what he's always, what does that mean he's always ready to go he's always about to go <laughs> maybe that's why he's so powerful that's that's the secret <laughs> <laughs> Here's my secret. I'm always prequitous. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I feel like it's going to take longer for us to get back to talking than after we ate those spicy wings. <laughs> I think we're going to have to cut some of this. I think bit. Lethal Weapon 2 is a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I say don't cut it. Don't cut it, Scott. <laughs> no, we're getting the, the Kuznicki cut on this one. So, you, uh, so do you simp on this more than CK now? Uh, they're equal in my mind, but okay. it's like, it's like, you know, if I want like, like a nice fancy <laughs> dinner, I'm going to like, that's CK. Uh-huh. Uh, but if I want, <laughs> like you're, you're you want Chick-fil-A, <laughs> Chick-fil-A is too low. I think still. Okay. But like, uh, Chipotle you know. maybe. You want some Bob's big boy. Okay. So <laughs> when I want some Bob's big boy. Yeah. <laughs> I need some rigs and Murtaugh. <laughs> that okay. actually sinks because Bob Big's boy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Bob's big boy is. You never know Bob's big boy? No, exactly. They went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Gosh dang it. So hyperbole aside, Zach, how did you really think about this? Movie? I had uh, like a ton of fun with this movie. Yeah. Like I thought it was legitimately really funny. Um, I cracked up when they're all watching the daughter's commercial. Oh yeah. And the carpenter is in there. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's hilarious. That's legitimately hilarious. I thought this movie was funny than Talladega Nights and Wedding Crashers. Oh, this is the funniest wow. comedy we've done this season. This is, that is the way more, uh, way more than I expected to get. Out Tyler's, of this, so. Tyler's coming for you, Jake. Diplomatic yeah, immunity. <laughs> that was like legitimately comedy gold like he has a, a gun pointed to his face and he doesn't say like please don't shoot stop or like remember dipl-. he just says diplomatic immunity that's it how much does like intentional comedy versus unintentional comedy count for goodness this of all, I mean, Shane Black is a funny writer. Yeah, but Shane Black hated what they did, and well, he said and, this and, was too funny. Yeah, no, yeah, because yeah, Shane's Black, Shane Black decided to take it darker than the first one. It was his and own the studio said, "Let's keep it funny." So yeah. it was intentional he's humor because he's too good at being funny. Like he's upset at how funny he is. <laughs> Didn't he call this the most intense? His original version. I don't the most care thing ever if written? Shane Black doesn't like the movie. It's good because he made it. <laughs> I, I don't think he did make it is what I'm saying. His, 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 the, he, his soul is infused within these characters. Here's the thing is it's I, the characters gonna, he created and it's natural comedy it's for the, the characters. It's the Bob's big boy of movies. Jay. Okay. I'm going to tell me you, one. Uh, uh, tell me give, a scene in Talladega Nights <laughs> that's funnier than diplomatic immunity. <laughs> I dare you. Maybe the scene where he's about to get his arm broken. In Talladega Nights? No. Yeah, uh, yeah it's tough. That, that's a funny <laughs> line. That's a funny line. But here's the thing. I'm going to cut against you and say that this movie is great, uh, probably because Shane Black didn't make it. Uh, not great, but like I enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoyed the first one. I don't think it's better than the first one, but I enjoyed it more because I feel like whoever took it over from Shane Black after he left for creative differences or whatever realized what they had. They you know? leaned like, into it. Yeah, I feel like this movie, honestly, still at some points maybe took itself too seriously. I don't know. Maybe not. I can't, I, I gotta think about that a little more, but like, I think that it was much more enjoyable for the fact that Shane Black wasn't there, uh, thinking that he had this great drama when it was just a, a like a dumb fun movie. This yeah. But t- the, the, the bones of this is still like Shane, right? 
Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know. I don't really care, like, how much of it was him or not. Like, but I agree that this was more enjoyable than the first one. No, yeah, but I just, like, all jokes aside, like, I think that that, like, when I heard Tyler saying that in, like, when we were talking about the movie beforehand, I was like, that's probably why I thought this was a more enjoyable movie. Could be. I didn't feel for a second like this movie took itself seriously. Yeah, maybe. It, it's yeah, tough to... it had the emotional tone, I feel like, of Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. Where Not like, just because of Joe Pesci's presence. Yeah, and yeah. I, that's the thing. I'm a sucker Even for Joe Pesci. I lo- like any any role that I feel like Joe Pesci has ever been cast in. He's the the right fit because like nobody's ever like mistakenly cast Joe Pesci in anything. Like they know what they have, and he's great for it. Like just, I, I I love watching him in everything. It felt like the other guys, but with like more normal characters. I don't know that I would ever call Riggs normal. Uh, <laughs> I said more normal. Okay. Than whatever their names were in the other guys. Yeah. yeah Will Ferrell and the other yeah. guy. Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to look at Mark Wahlberg uh, anymore without thinking about all the crazy things that he's said and done. So uh, I think that's true for the rest of America. I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I know you struggle with that sometimes. I think the rest of America is on board with you on that one. The same with. Did I uh, miss something with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. What did he do? Uh, well, like, do you remember like when Mark Wahlberg said that if he was on the plane, he would have prevented 9 11? Oh, yeah. Uh, no. I forgot about that. <laughs> and do you remember when Mark Wahlberg. Did he say it to Pete Davidson? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He didn't. Like, he's like, like I would have I saved your dad. Uh, <laughs> uh, or do you remember when Mark Wahlberg beat a guy blind uh, for, Ooh. I don't think, really any reason? What? I didn't yeah, know he, he, I think he got arrested. He beat is a guy. This a young, like Marky Mark, or is this recently? This is Marky Mark. Okay. Like young Marky Mark beat, like beat a guy and he's permanently blind. Like, uh, like, like those kind you, of things. You know when, you know when, you know yeah. when Stephen Chopsky wrote in uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, the character to say, "Touch my friends again, I'll blind you." He was just channeling mm. Marky Mark, mm. like he was writing about Marky Mark at the yeah, time. Yeah, so it's it's hard for me to look at Marky Mark and not think about him saying, "There would have been some blood in the cockpit." Let me tell you that much. <laughs> but, uh, but Jake, he was in Transformers. <laughs> That's true. He I was take in it the back. one with the yeah with the robot dinosaurs yeah the Megazord yeah where he was <laughs> yeah. slapping the T Rex on the butt to go faster with and then his the T Rex breathe fire yeah I take everything back that I said I love Marky Mark no uh, it's a really great point Jake although I think most of America also feels the same way about Mel Gibson who by the way uh, revealed to Richard Donner during production of this movie that he was currently drinking five pints of beer every morning for breakfast. What like uh like he should have been doing that in Lethal Weapon One, not when not was when that, Riggs was, was sober. that like to prepare for Riggs or just like that was the state of his life at that point? No, because like Jake said, you remember Riggs is sober in this movie. <laughs> Why was so he, doing he was that? just an alcoholic? Did he at least like crack a raw egg into each of the pints? I don't think so. <laughs> he put a, like a cooked fried egg into each pint. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, I think, worse. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he didn't eat the egg as a result. He just wanted the beer to have egg flavor. Oh, Essence yeah. of egg. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little bit of yolk with your with your uh paps, which is I assume what he had. <laughs> Miller. It was definitely Miller. Miller yeah. Miller uh original. Not uh, even light. Not even light original. Uh yeah, no, I, I, I'm I glad to hear at least that, Jake, you liked this more than the first one, because I, I was. I was very nervous. I don't think like I don't think that it was better than the first one. Oh, you except, enjoyed it, it Except more. for yeah. that, I think it was better because I think it knew what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think that that always makes something better. Yeah. When you know it. Like, if you're if you're making something dumb and fun, and you know that you're making something dumb and fun, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I right. like that a lot. And when you can do that, I do think that that's better 
better execution than if you're making something done and dumb and fun and you take it like seriously, you know? Yeah. Like they knew that this was big boy Bob's at this point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Big boy Bob is what it's called. Big boy. I think. Bob. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Bob's big boy. <laughs> okay. Was that, that wasn't a joke. You no, didn't do- I don't, I had never heard of it prior to this podcast. My sister worked at a Bob's big boy. So, so uh, how recently did it go out of business? In the last, uh, I don't know if all of them have gone out of business. I think there are still a couple. They're f- not as common as they once were. Yeah. Mm. I think in the like sixties and seventies, they were all the rage. There was a Bob's big. So where she worked was right across the street from where Scott and Tyler used to live, and that has oh, been they had a, where the round table pizza is. That used to be a Bob's big boy. A, oh, yeah. oh, big boy Bob. Yeah, yeah big boy Bob. Big boy Bob. Bob's big boy had a big big boy Bob on the outside. <laughs> I I would challenge you to ever say that as seamlessly again as you did just there. That was so perfect. I don't think I could. Bob's I, big boy had a big boy Bob. What <laughs> a big big boy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so terrific. Uh, so I'm glad to hear that that you enjoyed it more. I think that's what I've always loved about these movies for me growing up is I never took them that seriously. And similar to Die Hard, you know, like a. I, I think that there is a place to your point, Jake, for like uh, dumb action comedies and, and maybe they're not like most of what we're going to find ourselves talking about on this podcast because they're not all movies you absolutely should have seen, uh, but there's a place for them. And I, I, to Zach's point, I actually do enjoy and laugh more at this movie than I do a lot of like straight up comedies because Mm. sometimes straight up comedies, they they're trying too hard to be funny. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I guess like to what, what you were talking about earlier that I enjoyed it more. Like if, if if you were after lethal weapon one to say, let's watch another lethal weapon movie, I would say, no, I don't want to do that. Sure. Uh, But now if you were to say, Hey, let's watch lethal weapon three, I'd be like, okay, let's see what it's like. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they just get zanier. They Good. do, yeah. Good. Yeah, like that's fun. So I, I would watch that. Yeah. What I'm hearing is Lethal Weapon 3, RP Next Season week. 4. Well, Lethal Weapon 3 is my personal favorite Lethal Weapon. As long as uh, Riggs just gets more and more unhinged, I'm in. Like, he does. like if he yeah. apparently eats dog treats instead of smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that the uh, the very first scene of the third one <laughs> is Riggs uh, taking cocaine in the middle of a drug bust at a Christmas tree farm. I'm so wait. In. So he gives and up then alcohol, shooting everyone. He gives up alcohol and then That's decides in the first cocaine. Movie. That's in the first one. Oh dang it! That was the first. <laughs> one. I told you guys I have a hard time between. <laughs> Say, yeah, I was gonna say that sounds so similar to to Lethal Weapon One rigs. I don't remember then how Lethal Weapon Three opens, but I do distinctly remember uh, he eats dog treats. I uh, would have loved that scene though if it was in Lethal Weapon Three. I feel like it would have been a lot more. Enjoyable. He gave up cigarettes and alcohol, but <laughs> they just took up cocaine. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So, what did you guys think about? Uh, what did you guys think about some of the other cops that we get to see in this? Namely, Skinny Hank. Which one was? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, pre Fat Hank from uh, Breaking Bad. I haven't. I haven't watched Breaking Bad. Oh. You've never watched Breaking what? How many times we? How many times we have to have this conversation before you remember that I've never seen Breaking Bad? Can you just go watch it? I don't really <laughs> want to. What's wrong with you? That's the best TV show of all time. That, no, Avatar: The Last it's Airbender the, is the best the, TV oh show of all time. It's the Bob's Big Boy of TV shows, Jake. How many Big Boy Bobs are in it? <laughs> There's a lot of Big At Boy Bobs. At least five Big Boy Bob's Bobs. Big Boy had a big Big Boy Bob in that one. Right? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I'll watch it. Uh, no, I, I mean I just, Hank is in almost every episode, and he he's a big boy. Hank. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay. He's skinny Everyone Hank in this movie. Jake, what I thought you guys he did a whatever job. Hank? Like, I don't. I, don't I liked him. I didn't feel like he had much of a role. Like, he was there, but like. Yeah. I just think it makes uh, Hank, Fat Hank, uh, just so much more believable as a cop. I'd like having to think seen, it's the same universe. Having seen Skinny Hank. And he survived that poker night. Yeah, oh, I know who this like guy is. He made is. it out of the poker night and now Dean, he's in the. Uh, Norris or something like that. What's his name? No, he's Jake? in the. Uh, uh, DEA. Yeah. The actor name is Dean Norris. Yeah. Yeah, Dean Norris. No, I, I've definitely seen this guy before. Uh, I don't remember who he was in this movie, though, at this point. I watched it a couple weeks ago. He's the one who has the poker night. That blows up. Oh yeah, when everybody everybody dies, when, when all, all the cops die. Yeah. I loved when that chick jumped off the diving the diving board. board. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just the way her body flailed. Like, oh yeah, it was insane. I will say Shane Black in his original script did have her apparently getting brutally tortured, and so they decided to save us from that. So. Good call. I feel like uh, like all the time you hear about studios stepping in and making so many bad calls. I feel like the studio made so many great calls. With yeah. This movie. yeah, the studio and maybe to your point, like the studio knew it's lane. They're like, we're not trying. Like Shane Black, we like you, and Richard Darn, we like you, but like we're not trying to do dark, heavy. Yeah. We want we want more laughs. No, yeah, the studio had some good notes. Give me the give me the chick flying head over tail five times like fully sticking the landing into the pool for sure yeah. on death. <laughs> yeah. This is a great scene. Yeah. I wish I could have been there. I, th- I, I do. Did have... you not watch this movie? No. So no. Or did you miss I that while you were three. installing? I, some I thought we were, appliance? I thought we were doing lethal weapon three. Eh? That's what the one oh. I watched. We oh. were walking up the stairs and then Scott as a joke to record these and Scott as a joke said like, I didn't watch two of the movies that we're about to talk about. <laughs> and I think all of us believed him. <laughs> yeah, I think, he I think we still do. Yeah. <laughs> I know he watched this one cause we watched it together. Yeah. Uh, uh, because I mean, I watched the first one with rest in peace, Dan, mm. uh, you know, and I just had to watch it with, I guess you guys are old to me now because Dan's dead. Uh, <laughs> so I got to figure that out because you're not that much older than me. No. I'm going to be your age in not that many years. Like, a, <laughs> like five. <laughs> and then you guys are going to be dead. We're yeah. going to be dead in five years? Probably. Wow. Dan's dead. So in approximately five years, our, uh, our, our list is going to be released into the public. Well, I'm going to live. He's going to live forever. We all have to die? Yeah, we when all the last have to die. one of us dies. Oh. Does the Lord of the Dance have to die or just Jake? No, the Lord of the Dance is immortal. Okay. Yeah. He will He will attach himself to a new soul after Jake. Does it have okay. to be a Kuznicki? Yeah. Like, will Molly become the next Lord of the Dance? I guess if I don't have a son, then, <laughs> then okay, it will that's be Molly. That's how it works. It, it's just the youngest Kuznicki. Oh, mm. the youngest. Yeah. Got so it. I guess I guess whoever it was died. Is it when I was a, before Molly was born? Is it like Moon Knight? Like he's like a god and he has to have an avatar? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Similar, although way more classy than than <clears throat> Moon Knight portrays. Can okay. I just give you guys a look into like uh like Scott's consciousness? <laughs> I think <laughs> where like um, it, it was just it was really like interesting to me that like we were talking about Moon Knight and then or we were talking about something else. And then, like, it was clearly what any other person in the world would say, oh, this is a Jekyll and Hyde right. scenario. Yeah. And Scott said, oh, so it's like Moon Knight and the, I forgot their names already. And I was like, I, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, I, I didn't, I don't process the world through Marvel the way Scott does. Because <laughs> you hadn't seen the show yet. 
For sure, but even having seen the show, do you know what I would say? I would say, oh, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. <laughs> you know, I'm just I, more pop culture. So, Jake, I I have to tell you, I can't remember exactly what uh, what movie it was, but my uh, one of my old roommates was watching a movie that it the entire story was just Jekyll and Hyde, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, it's a modern day Jekyll and Hyde, and he was like, what? And I said, Jekyll and Hyde, you know, the the doctor, professor, the English literature story, doctor, professor uh, has this alter ego. It's basically the Hulk. That's Jekyll and Hyde. Like, and I listed a bunch of things was that it, were just Jekyll and Hyde. Was it Moon Knight he was watching? No, no, no. And uh, and he was like, I've never heard of this before. That's insane to me. I feel like, I thought so, too. Wow. I feel like everybody that's under 35 right now should know it from the at least two episodes of Scooby-Doo where uh, they did <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, it's just such a, such a well-known and, and, yeah. and retold story. That's insane. I, do, I've do heard kids of, still watch Scooby-Doo? Jake, there's, there's new Scooby-Doo right now. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. Jake, I, I, I actually had never knew that Jekyll and Hyde were in Scooby-Doo. They did, they did at least two episodes really? of Jekyll and Hyde. They did like a to be continued. Well, Should no, we because they, there was episodes? like there's like Scooby Doo. There's what's new Scooby Doo. There's like there's like several reboots of Scooby Doo. So he's like one of their villains. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah. yeah. He's like the so, Bob's big boy of villains. Mm, so Jake, okay. up until this whole point, like that happened maybe like uh, almost a year ago, and up until this point, I've really thought because this person is you know uh, a fairly intelligent person, and up until this point, I thought. I'm crazy and no one in the world but me knows Jekyll and Hyde until you just said that. And I'm like, thank God I'm not insane. I just, I feel like, like it's saying like it's a Jekyll and Hyde thing has transcended the original novella. Sure. At this point. And like, but yeah, anyways, that was just my, my look into Scott Psyche for the listeners. Jekyll and Hyde, I feel like it should be in my mind. It He's always been like on par. Or I guess they have always been on par with like, villains like dracula and frankenstein right yeah where it's just it's just so known and like even if you haven't seen or heard of the original you've seen some adaptation right of it but yeah i felt i felt like i was taking crazy pills so thank you for taking us on scott's tangent so that i could take you on a tangent of jekyll and hyde i appreciate it i forgot where we night story better all right yeah forgot where we were before that (laughs) it was moon night yeah (laughs) that was where that was how we started So, uh, what, uh, what did you guys think of, uh, Joe Pesci in this? I love Joe Pesci. I, I mean, I said it already, but like he was my favorite part of the movie. I love watching him in yeah. anything. I, I love him too. I, I think he's a terrific. And actually I realized, uh, when I watched this, we might actually have more Joe Pesci than Vince Vaughn in the year of Vince Vaughn. And maybe even more, maybe even more than Amy Adams. Really? By the end of the year, I think we're going to have more Joe well, Pesci. I'm than looking Amy forward Adams. to that. I love him. What else is he in? Well, he was in Goodfellas. Well, yeah, yeah. He's in uh, two. Uh, you know, spoiler for the later part of the season, but he's in My Cousin Vinny, which we're doing. He's in Home Alone, Home Alone Two, <laughs> which yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah, which we did in season one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I I enjoyed him. I loved like how like to talk about like how insane 
everything was in this movie. I love how they just like kept bringing him along and everybody was like pretty <laughs> chill with it. <laughs> well, the captain was pissed. Yeah, they're, 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 no they're one like, else was. Hey, this guy, he's a high value target. You need to protect him. And they're like, oh, so we should bring him to every, <laughs> every everything. Every dangerous Near scenario. the bad guys that want him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let's do that. And let's like leave him in the car with nobody. Like, let's bring him and then not even really bring him along. Just bring him close enough to get in trouble. Let's See, bring him that, to the house where we know they know where we live because they've already put a bomb on my toilet. No, yeah. no, no. That happened later, but that's okay. No, he got taken from the house after the toilet bomb. Then they left him in the car again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. Scott's saying like, take him to like the, the people's house for the first time. That no. was before the, no, bomb. I was talking no, about later about, when they're at. Oh, house. right. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they take him from there. Remember like Murtaugh goes in to watch a commercial or something that he had. Yeah, on but tape. the bad guys take him. Yeah. But Not they, Riggs and Murtaugh. Mur- Riggs and Murtaugh take him oh. there and then the bat and then they're or sorry, just Murtaugh takes him there and then he's like, You wait in the car. Yeah, and just and, leaves him in the car by himself. And then he gets taken, obviously. Because oh, right. what else was going to happen? Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. And, so sorry. just it, everything about that was insane, but it, it was funny to me. It yeah. worked. It worked. Yeah. I uh I loved Joe Pesci in this. Wanna hear what you guys thought about his character's performance for sure, Zach and Scott. But also I just want to point out that uh also in the running for this was Joe Pentaliano and Danny DeVito for for the role of Leo Getz. And I feel like both of them would have been terrific. But I, I oh sorry. Honestly, I don't know who's the first guy as you said, but I feel Danny DeVito. The, done the captain from uh um Bad Boys. Bad Bad Boys. Boys. Pretty wild oh, that you cool. pretty wild that you forgot that because we had this exact conversation. I don't Moments know before. Scott doesn't listen to us before we start. I was editing recording. an episode while you guys were yeah. talking. <laughs> I guess Scott just heard us talking about bad boys and was like, let me join in on the conversation, but didn't care about how we got there. That makes sense. Oh yeah. I just heard you guys talking about bad boys. and I, was, I like bad boys. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> now um, I think that I would have preferred Danny DeVito in this movie over, <clears throat> over uh, Pesci. Pesci. Yeah. I, I think I stand by, I mean, I granted, I haven't seen every Joe Pesci movie, but I do not think Joe Pesci has ever been poorly cast in his life. What if? Do you think Danny DeVito's ever been poorly cast? <sighs> no, but they, they choose to cast Joe, they chose to cast Joe Pesci here, and I think he w- was better than Danny DeVito, but I would have liked Danny DeVito still. I want to see a movie how where they're brothers. say that he was better? <laughs> I guess I can't say that he was better because he didn't do it. But like, I, I personally find Danny DeVito, even when Danny DeVito's not trying to be funny, funny. And I think that it would have made this hilarious movie even funnier. Uh, I imagine Danny DeVito falling out of that window. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that, then Riggs beating the crap out of him in the pool. Here's the thing, that would have been funny for sure. But also that scene, that scene would have made even less sense. So that might have been even more funny because Danny DeVito was like four feet tall. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my biggest thing out of this is that they kind Maybe of... Maybe they kick him on their way out. Well, <laughs> that's my thing. It's like they kind of like pick on uh, Joe Pesci quite a bit. And like Joe Pesci's also short, but not quite... A, he's not Danny DeVito short. And I feel like audiences would have really not responded well to uh, two like really masculine guys beating the crap out of little Danny DeVito. I think Danny could have sold it. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know that this was a, at a point in Danny DeVito's career where he is he was as hilarious as he is right now. Right. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. He's also super ugly. Like right around. Yeah, that's true. He's almost he's Andy Circus ugly. He's he is Andy Circus. <laughs> I love absolutely love when Scott just chimes in about somebody's looks. It because it's just so it's never like necessary. 
and it's always so funny. <laughs> I don't think Danny DeVito is ugly. Oh, I think Danny DeVito is atrocious. But he's old now. But the thing but is, he's I feel not like ugly. I feel like he's leaned into it. Yeah. Right. He looks like the penguin. Like, like I feel like well, he, yeah. <laughs> it's because he was. <laughs> it looks like he's trying to be the penguin, but he didn't put on any makeup. But back in the 80s, he was not ugly. Yeah, he was. He was always the. I disagree. I think he was kind of cute. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember him in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah. I do. Cuckoo's Nest? Cuckoo's Nest. I, I feel like Danny DeVito has been, I feel like Danny DeVito came out of the womb looking exactly like that. Probably. Yeah. And it has not changed. It's yeah. like some sort of weird be- Benjamin like, Button disease that he has. You, there you're, might have just been complications in the birth. <laughs> I don't think that's what. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just messed up his face. That's probably what it was. So uh, what did you guys think about uh, like our antagonists in this? Like obviously the the first one was maybe I guess a little bit more like just kind of abstract some kind of gangsters. But in this it's like attached to a whole country. Yeah. Speaking of the antagonist, there is uh, probably my biggest gripe with the film uh, is that they are able to immediately recognize uh, a truck full of Krugerands and be like, you can't import these into America. They're Krugerands. And then not one of them has ever heard a South African accent in their life. (laughs) Immediately, I was like, oh, so we have South Africans? Because I'll tell you what, it's distinctive and it's the ugliest English-speaking accent in the world. (laughs) And like, there's just no way that you know what a Krugerand is and you have never heard a South African accent and can't immediately place it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It was infuriating to me. Who's your favorite actor to have done a South African accent? Uh, probably uh, in the remake of the A Team, when uh, that one guy who plays um, not not Leo in Blood Diamond. No, no. <laughs> I'll tell you what's worse is Matt Damon in Invictus. I've never seen Invictus. That's a much worse. Do you know who is legitimately my favorite actor to have done a South African accent? Is um, what's his name? Uh, Stephen. Merchant, I think, yeah, is Stephen the British Merchant. guy. Yep. He narrates Sherlock Holmes uh, on Audible and does a, a pretty great South African accent that I still hate because I think it's an ugly accent, but solid. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Would you not be friends with me if I had a South African accent? Probably not. I probably wouldn't be friends with you if you because had a I South African Because I know where you're from. But what if I was from South Africa? Well, that's a different story. It would be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I actually had kind of a funny like reaction to this, uh, when I first saw it, cause I first saw it, I think like maybe freshman year of high school. Uh, and we had in high school, uh, someone who was South African, a white South African, uh, that had like escaped South Africa, like his parents and he had like gotten here on like a, uh, like a, some sort of visa that they were in danger for their lives, uh, in the aftermath of apartheid. And so I was going to say, you, you can cut this, but that probably doesn't say great things about that guy's family. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, and, and we can cut that part or not, but I'm still going to leave. I'm not saying his name for a reason. It's all making it into the Kuznicki cut. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, 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 is the Kuznicki cut just the things that I asked to be cut? (laughs) I'm not saying his name for a reason because you're absolutely right. Uh, but then like, I like knew that and then watched this movie and was like, Oh my gosh, like you, you were probably here for like, your parents are here for bad reasons. Yeah. For diplomatic (laughs) immunity. Yeah. The so, other the other thing about this movie, speaking of diplomatic immunity, I watched this with Scott and like I had to like so many times like 
almost like ask God to pause in the mood to be like, so like if he murdered somebody right now, <laughs> they would be like, cool, chill. And then, and he's like, yeah, I think so. And like, like I treated Scott like he was the expert on di- diplomatic immunity for some time, for some reason. And I just, I asked so many questions. I just didn't understand it. I will say, funny enough, in America at the highest level. So he was like the ambassador at the highest level. Technically his diplomatic immunity does cover him against murder. That's I still can't wrap my head around that. Yeah. So uh, the U.S.'s only recourse at that point is to tell him, like, to revoke his visa and say, you and your family and your people are never welcome in America again. But that's all they can do is send him home. Nuts. Yeah. Diplomatic immunity is crazy. You should get it. It's pretty great. In America, (laughs) in America, it's only tiered. So only like the top level diplomat and their staff their immediate staff get that like top level, the bottom level. Like if they get like uh, convicted of something serious, uh, the United States will like formally ask their country to like waive their diplomatic immunity so that they can prosecute them. Crazy. So like all the should not exist, all the minions with guns, they don't have real diplomatic immunity, but the main guy, he actually did. And legitimately Murtaugh, Scott made a joke earlier, but like legitimately Murtaugh would probably be tried with a war crime for killing him. Yeah. I mean, all the minions never stood a chance of surviving the movie. Sure. (laughs) You weren't that emotionally invested in them. No. In, in Hans even. Which one was Hans? (laughs) The main one that like killed Riggs's wife. He was in Nakatomi oh, Plaza. Yeah. That that <laughs> <laughs> That felt so strange to me that they were like, hey, we're gonna like make it so they killed his wife. Like just out of nowhere. Yeah. But yeah. It was a little like this m- cheesy movie stakes. Yeah. This movie sure. also had a lot of uh like just too much cutting back and forth before they got to what was gonna happen. Like for instance, when the helicopters were coming up to to Riggs's uh mobile home. Oh yeah. And then it was like, okay, let's cut back and forth. Let's okay. They're <laughs> they're in bed together. Helicopter, bed, helicopter, bed, helicopter, dog, bed, helicopter, dog, bed. I was like, we get it. Just show me. <laughs> no. Fair point. Very and fair that point. A, a fair amount. So you shame. weren't a fan of the cinematography? No. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say I'm I a fan of the cinematography. That's the editing yeah. more than anything. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Because the cinematography was amazing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Best cinematography in a movie we've so done. So th- this won cinematography, CK. right? Yeah, huh? this did win. Yeah, yeah definitely won, won cinematography yeah. for, for cinematography. How'd you guys feel about the product design of this one? There were so many good toys. So, uh, you know what? I will be buying that nail gun. And and yeah. I'm for sure. I, I actually have two, but I'm going to be saving to buy another uh, station wagon. Mm. You have two station wagons? Yeah. It's sick. I beat, did. Beat, uh, beat up in uh, similar progressions of this movie. So I have one where it's just the windshield's been shot out. And then I have another with a toilet glued to the hood. And then I need to buy a third with the rear door ripped off. Okay. Speaking of maybe in the probably the most insane thing I've ever seen in a movie, do you guys remember when Riggs ran as fast as a car? <laughs> <laughs> I like that, that it was his wife's station wagon and it had a radio, a police yeah, radio. Yeah, he that. was like talking, just, just police scanner talking to everybody, and then Riggs is running alongside him. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's when I texted you guys and said, like, this movie's already insane and I'm loving it. <laughs> 
like it, it was so insane. Like you're, you, we mentioned the jazzy guitar riff after talking about his wife dying. Like it was so insane that I was like, is he lying right now about what happened? Because this is so incongruous. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like is this a joke that he's telling? That's so funny. I it must be legitimately like this is like a funny or fun exposition of nostalgia because for me, like I had read that. Zach's thing and started watching at that moment and I got to that point and I'm like I don't know what they're talking about like I think that was really soulful and emotional like I like, <laughs> I, like no I like I said it enhanced the scene <laughs> yeah, yeah but I think you mean like comedically and I mm -hmm. thought it was no no <laughs> fair fair um, when they were in the crate with just the pallets of cash, would you guys have taken any if you were there? Uh, I would like to say no, but I mean, who knows? Probably. I for sure would have taken yeah. a few stacks and shoved them out of my pockets. Here's the thing. I, I might've been afraid to only because how common are thousand dollar bills? You know what I mean? Like that feels very easy to trace. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I feel certain it was very, it would have been I very feel easy like to trace. <laughs> I feel like Murtaugh was owed some of that money, though. Oh, just yeah. in that his house just got blown up. His <laughs> okay, sure station wagon got... is really like he's just really taken the brunt of this again. You don't think he's got like domestic terrorism insurance? Insurance? <laughs> yeah, right. He probably does. After the yeah, yeah. After the first movie, he would be silly not to. But uh, speaking of maybe like the villains, can we talk about how dumb that one guy was to walk into a floor that was already completely like plastic down and not be like, <laughs> hey, like this is weird. And they like, we're painting it. Like, it doesn't smell like paint. It doesn't look like fresh paint to me. Are you sure you're not going to murder me and then drag me away on this plastic? <laughs> I love that scene though. And I love the the premise, like, because that is such like a, like a funny, like, uh, trope in like movies of like a bad guy knows he's going to murder someone and murders them but like leaving all the evidence behind and it was just such a funny play on like oh yeah how easy would it be to actually plan for the fact that you're about to murder somebody i just feel like that would make it a little bit harder to convince them that you're not about to murder them you know yeah maybe it, I don't know. Let you to try it. Because I tell you what, if you invite me into a room and you're sitting behind a desk with another dude and there's plastic all over the floor, I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it, it led to a funny joke then, like later when the other, oh, yeah. I think when it was Hans. Yeah. It's like, I'm just checking to see if there's plastic on the ground. Yeah. I like that joke quite a bit. Yeah, I too. thought it was funny. Uh, it was funny. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if you I, should try it, Jake. All right. I'll get diplomatic immunity and then try it. I'll probably just kill you well, before that. Oh, without so. dip, but then how, how do I get to kill you? I, I don't think I'm ever going to die. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. fair. So yeah. the list will never be released. Yeah. It's a pretty big bummer. That's yeah. too bad. Only for the tots. Yeah. The Lord of the Dance. At least we get to see it. Keep <laughs> yeah, me going. That's, true. that's a good point. Who cares about those stupid tots? Yeah. Wow. Man, congrats to whoever won the giveaway last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wish we could announce you on the air. You can wait for that in a month. Uh, any other, before we get out of here, any other that we haven't mentioned, like favorite lines or, or scenes for you guys? I, I feel like we mentioned it, but we haven't talked about it that much. But it was pretty funny when Joe Pesci was getting beaten up in the pool with the sheet over his head. Because uh -huh. immediately I was like, is he hitting Joe Pesci right now? <laughs> I don't understand why bad guys don't just kill the good guys when they have them in an easy scenario to kill them. Like when they have their chance. Yeah. Like they're suspended up in this thing 
they could have easily like shot through the wire and just let it fall or there's a number of things they could have they done. had control over the crane they could have just released it I yeah guess. Yeah, yeah there's lots of things they could have done to kill them yeah but they're just like yeah next time they see the sun they're gonna be in south africa <laughs> it's like why are you gonna let them see the sun at all just shoot them right now i don't think that's what he meant that they would actually see it <laughs> maybe i i don't i don't know at this point in fact i think what he says is the next light their bodies see will be in south africa maybe <laughs> i do agree that it would have been easier to just kill them inside there <laughs> yeah and like i feel like every movie the yeah. bad guys are just stupid. It's just a... Yeah, well, you know, we got to have a movie. Yeah, there's you know? no movie. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I get it. I get what you're saying, but it's like when Alfred Hitchcock was in Psycho, was like, hey, like, this is why I'm going to police. It's pretty boring. You don't really want to watch it. Yeah, here's this the thing, This is a though. movie where Riggs runs faster than the station wagon. Can I, can I just say, though, uh, Zodiac and uh, um, the Jake Gyllenhaal... Prisoners? Prisoners. Both of those, the criminals were smarter, and it was still a good movie. I mean, because they weren't Big Boy Bob type movies. <laughs> you know? Fair. That's true. I guess that fair. That is very true, Zach. Fair point. <laughs> Big Boy Bob. So have you never seen Austin Powers? Uh, I think I've seen <laughs> one of them a very long time ago. Because they talk about Bob's Big Boy pretty extensively in at least one of them. Or, or at least them. maybe don't talk about it, but reference it. Yeah. I wasn't sure when you first brought it up if you were going to go to Bob's Big Boy or if you were going to go to just the tropes of bad guys not killing good guys. Oh, sure. Uh, no. That like that when uh, when what's his name is like, you guys are going to come at me one at a time. I'm going to hit you. That, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, right. Dr. Evil like launches himself into space in and in, inside of a Bob's Big Boy. I definitely have not seen that one. And then in the beginning of the next one, they take him out of the Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> I haven't seen that one either. And I think it shows up in the third one on the moon as yeah. well. Uh, well, what do you guys say we wrap this one up, put it in the books, put it in the electronic book. Let's do it. All right. So I go first, Scott. Yep. All right. I'm going to give this, uh, 7.1, uh, toilet explosions. Jake, I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, a 6.8 Kruger ends. <laughs> and I'm going to give this, uh, 6.7 radios in my wife's station wagon. I'm going to give this movie 7.3 bomb toilets. Did not expect you to come in highest on this one. I liked the movie a lot. This comes out to a 70% on Rotten Potatoes. Once again, the other guys gave it an 82% and IMDb gave it 7.2. So we're, we're right in there with IMDb. And this is very firmly, uh, well, I guess maybe not very firmly, just just barely in the bottom third. How do you feel, Tyler, that like you, you came in thinking we were going to trash this movie? I mean, I feel way better about myself having gone through this episode than I expected to feel about myself. Uh, although I still am, uh, the little bit of competitiveness in me is still kicking myself for, uh, you know, the first quarter that I had. And then I, I tried to bring it back with the master and then coming in very weak again with, with lethal weapon. Well, you're only 2% behind uh, Jake here for season three. All right. Well, oh, yeah, I gotta, re I gotta look at, this make isn't sure about competing with each other. Well, here's the thing. Well, it's and not that's about easy for you to say, cause other. you're not, you're not always <laughs> firmly in last. That's true. Yeah. But I don't regret for you any of the movies that you've picked. I do. I don't regret them either. I think I, I thought that you guys would Zach, regret them more than I did. 
Blood Diamond. Oh yeah, that was oh, a. Oh yeah, <laughs> I regret picking. I regret picking Blood Diamond. I've said that. On, that was a huge on miss. Air. You have that Jake. was a that was a big miss. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you've picked some like really iconic movies, and then even a lo- like all the bad movies that you've picked, which have been a lot of them. But I think like, they've good made movies. for they've made for good content. I think they've been good good movies. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, we know that you think they were good movies, but and like, I think most most good... people would think they're good movies. Mm. It's just the people sitting. <laughs> Sitting around this really confusingly shaped desk, uh, <laughs> do not. <laughs> now do we have to take a picture of the desk and post it? Probably, yeah, probably definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. It, it, for it, it, when we don't do that, uh, it's two L-shaped desks <laughs> put together in a <laughs> odd formation. Yeah, in a in what I can only describe <laughs> as snake from the old Nokia phones formation. Yeah, like if you took the Python logo and then you just kind of like flip the top snake. Oh, never mind. Yeah, no one's <laughs> gonna know that. Jake, sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, with that all in mind, what are we doing next week? Scott? Uh, next week, we're going to Jake. Oh, to Jake. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, a very, very much a classic. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock, North by Northwest. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if we regret this one for you. I don't regret it. Yeah, we've never had a bad Hitchcock movie on here, so. <laughs> I don't think we have. <laughs> I don't think we have either, Depends but just the way ask. you said that. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. That's I'm going to be honest. I don't remember what else he's directed. Well, we did Psycho <laughs> and we did Vertigo. Oh, okay. I like those. Those are the only other Hitchcocks we've done. Yeah. That's right, because it wasn't a, about uh, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> no, that was a that was a Mel Brooks movie. Oh yeah, Mel Brooks. Was He's there, the one that sucks. Was there a part of you that thought that he maybe directed Young Frankenstein? Uh, yeah, I was. What a departure <laughs> that would have been if he was like, you know, what, I just finished Psycho, so let's do Young Frankenstein, and then I'm going to get into North by Northwest. <laughs> oh man. Well, with that, Zach, do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, nah. Dude, I think this episode is just going to be effed up.